Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, I'm James Kotecki, your host in the C-Space studio here at CES 2020. And with us is Mindy Zemrak, supervising casting producer of one of my favorite shows, <laughs> Shark Tank. Hello, nice It's such to an honor you. to have you here. Thanks thank, very much for being thank here. Thank you for having me. So Mindy, what is Shark Tank? What are you doing here at CES? Yeah, so we are actually casting for season 12 here at CES. We are scouting today down in Eureka Park for different types of companies. And then tomorrow we have our very big open calls. So first of the season, first of the year, and uh, we're expecting big numbers as usual. Okay, and so and, and anybody can come and, and get in line? Anyone and, can come. You do not have to have a, CES, a CES badge. It's open to the public, wow. um, and we're taking companies across the board if they have a prototype and need an investment to get to the next step, or if their company is making a couple million already, everyone in between, we take it all. Start, grow, or save their business. Exactly. That's what the Shark Tank is all about, right? Yes. Um, so how many people do you see, or does your team, because you have a team, right? You have we multiple do, casting yes, producers yes. that you supervise. How many people do you see before you find one that's actually worthy to get through the doors of Shark Tank? Oh, man. Each year we have about thirty to 40,000 people apply for the show. Wow. And that's from January until the end of July. Tomorrow mm -hmm. we'll see, last year uh, when we had our open call, we had about 400 pitches, which was about six to 800 people. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we had a couple that ended up ultimately uh, on the show. And we're still airing episodes uh, for the rest of this year, yeah. for the start of this year, for another four months. So there could be some more. But, I mean... We don't put a limit. We don't have any sort of quota that we have to fill. We yeah. just take everyone, look at everyone, and then we repitch everyone back to the producers in L.A., and then they decide who they want to move forward to the next round. So you see so many pitches. I imagine so many people thinking that they're saying or doing something clever, but you've seen a million times. Well, I've, yeah, I mean, I've been on the show since season one, yeah. and we're in season 12. So it, we, for us, what we're looking for is... At this point, everything's kind of already been done. So it's really just what makes you different and unique from X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And we tell everyone with Shark Tank, it's 50% about your business or your product and 50% about your backstory. So, mm -hmm. you know, chances are the reason why they've probably built this company or product is because of something in their backstory. So we want to get to know all of it. Um, and that even if it's not the coolest thing since sliced bread, their backstory could be really, uh, you know, intriguing and kind of hit home with boss or a viewer or a shark. Yeah. And it just... You know, it resonates with, with our viewers, and so we'll put them on the show, and then they could end up with an investment. One thing I love about the Shark Tank is that even if they have a great backstory, it doesn't necessarily mean that the sharks will bite at that investment. Correct, yes. Um, but as, as a TV producer, you're thinking about a combination of backstory and business, but the sharks are just thinking about it from a business perspective. Largely. More than likely, yes. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's the sharks' money, so they mm -hmm. invest it. It's their personal money. No one's telling them what to do or not to do. Uh, they ask the tough questions, but from our perspective, yes, it is is very much about that backstory resonating because that obviously makes great TV but there is the business side of things of okay would the sharks invest in this or maybe they will maybe they won't but you know who knows so you're going into your 12th season now when you uh, put somebody up to go into the shark tank do you have a pretty good idea of what might happen in the tank at this point we have no idea. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. We, you can speculate as much as you want, but chances are it's going to completely go the other way. Um, so if you think someone's going to go in and just, like, they're excited and they're amped up and they're ready to go and we think they're going to the other pitch, they may forget it. Mm -hmm. And they could be the most well-polished, put-together person, and things happen. That's just life. Um, but also you could think that maybe someone's getting uh, an investment. Maybe they don't. And the yeah. sharks see stuff that, you know, 
from, again, from an investments mm-hmm. perspective that we don't necessarily see because we're not investors, it's not our money. Do you think you could be an investor now that you've had all this experience? I don't think I could. <laughs> uh, I went to school for film. That said, we've learned a lot about business working on Shark Tank. We sure. all kind of joke we have our MBA from Shark Tank, from mm-hmm. all the entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, so when I started on the show, I didn't know what equity was or anything like that. And now I know what seed rounds are and everything. So it's really exciting. But I don't know that I would be in a place just yet to invest. Maybe a couple okay. more years under my belt. Well, when you're a billionaire, you can be one of the sharks yourself. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> I could. <laughs> um, what is, do you see a, a frequent mistake people make in the casting process that you want to tell people to avoid right now? There's no real mistakes. I think a lot of people, there's a misconception that once they apply or once they get a deal on the show, then they're a millionaire. Um, And that's not the case at all. It's We tell everyone, if you go in the tank, whether you get a deal or not, you're probably going to work harder than you've ever worked in your entire life because if you air, your segment hopefully will intrigue people to purchase your product and then you're going to be busy working. And if you do get an investment, you're going to be working harder than you ever have. So I think there's not necessarily something that people... There's, it's just the misconception that everyone thinks someone becomes a millionaire overnight, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. We're speaking with Minnie Zemrock, senior casting, supervising casting producer of Shark Tank. How much feedback do you get from the sharks about the casting process? After you've cast somebody, do, you, do they say, uh, don't cast someone like that again? We get zero feedback from the sharks. The yeah. sharks know nothing about any companies before they walk in the door, mm-hmm. um, and they're not involved in the casting process. They're not allowed to be. Um, so they could, tell, they could say constantly what they like, what they don't like, but doesn't matter because we're mm-hmm. just going to put what we want to put in front of them ultimately, yeah. and, and then they get surprised. One thing I know the sharks don't like is when someone appears to be going on Shark Tank just for the publicity mm-hmm. and that they don't actually really want to get a deal. Right. So do you try to filter that out? It's hard. Uh, we try to, um, but ultimately it's hard because, you know, people just ultimately may falsify things. Right, you would say something similar either way. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, we try to put companies on, our goal for Shark Tank is we companies that actually need investment to get to the next step. And there are companies, especially a lot of startups who have high valuations that even though they're only willing to give up two to two and a half percent, um, they still need an investment, just Mm -hmm. they only will give up a little bit of wiggle room and that's when the sharks usually like, well, you're here for exposure. But they probably do need an investment. It's Mm. just a bit different structure than what we do on Shark Tank. That's all. Uh, So you've been doing this for now 12, is 12 seasons the equivalent of 12 years? Yes. So in 12 years, has technology changed how did you do the casting process? Oh, it's completely changed our casting process. Uh, Season one, uh, the first four seasons, I would say, not many people knew what Shark Tank was. (laughs) Uh, We were kind of the little show that could. um, But we had to do a lot of outreach. People didn't know who we were. We had to, we sent flyers to a lot of businesses and said, hey, like hard copy. You're talking about paper flyers. Like paper flyers, yeah, like old school. Um, And fast forward to now, we have a casting website. And I, you know, people can DM me directly with Instagram and Facebook and everything. So the connectivity is just completely changed because people who didn't know us and we had a very difficult time of just trying to find a phone number to call us can now find me on Instagram in a split second, send Mm -hmm. me a DM and be like, hey, how do I apply? So it's completely changed everything. And when people find out your job, if you're just meeting them at a party or meet them on the street, do they immediately start pitching you their crazy business sometimes ideas? Sometimes they do. <laughs> sometimes they do. Or they'll be like, oh, I know someone that was on Shark Tank or I know someone that tried out. So yeah. it's a lot of that. Sometimes when I go home, I'm like, I'm not hearing anything. Please don't mm-hmm. you know, pitch me. But yeah. uh, I think it's always fun to see people's reaction because they don't expect me to say... I'm the head of casting for Shark Tank because they're like, wait, wait the sh- like the show? And the I'm like, show, yeah, the yeah. show. And so it, it's always fun. 
Wow. So uh, what else are you looking forward to for 2020? We're here at CES. You deal with interesting companies and products and innovation all the time. Uh, do you get a chance to kind of uh, walk the show floor at CES and kind of just get a sense of, I know you're at Eureka Park. Mm-hmm. Any themes or kind of gadgets or uh, overall macro ideas that stuck out to you? Um, initially today, I think just AR, VR, AI, that whole, you know, kind of community is, is blowing up. Smart home is a big thing right now. Um, sustainability is huge. Mm-hmm. So we're always looking for, obviously, the new big trendy thing. We're trying to stay at, much like CES, they're yeah. always ahead of the game. Shark Tank always tries to stay at least one or two steps either in line or ahead of the game as well. Um, so we're just looking for companies that are super cool. I personally love coming here because you get to see stuff that you don't normally get to see, and everyone is just kind of debuting everything, yeah. and it's really exciting. I mean, the buzz and energy here is insane. So, so one last question for you. Fill in the blank. 2020 will be the year of... Oh, wow. 2020 will be the year of... (laughs) I don't even know. Cool tech products. Shark Tank. How about Shark Tank Season 12? Shark Tank Season 12, yes, for sure. And hopefully another (laughs) Emmy nomination for us. Well, congratulations (laughs) on uh, the previous one. How many many total have you... So the show itself has uh, won four, but I personally, with my casting team, just got nominated for this first time for casting, the casting category, last year. Great. Well, you were obviously responsible for uh, so much of what made that show great. So many times, Thank you. The supervising casting producer of Shark Tank. It's an honor to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network.